0: Hello everyone and welcome back to M-Square Podcast and this is your host Anurag Manik. In our executive special episode that we are doing today, our guest, he is the managing director and an execcom member at Qualitest, and he is also the author of the best-selling book, New York to New You. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Manoj Gupta onto the show and without any further ado, let's dive right into this episode of M-Square Podcast with your host Anurag Manik. So uh, hello everyone and welcome back to this episode of M Square Podcast. This is your host Anirag Manik. Today we have with us a very unique guest who happened to be working in corporate for now three decades and have published a, a bestseller book from New York to New You. So today we have with us Mr. Manoj Gupta and he's going to take us on his journey his take on the industry and how he managed to write a best selling book along with his uh, work which is very excruciating we can all understand so uh, well, welcome to the show sir it's uh, it's a privilege for us to have you
1: with us today rock, right. so pleasure to be with you thank you for having me and it's such a pleasure yeah yeah Thank you, sir.
0: Uh, sir, you know, like your uh, your uh, your journey has been something which every Indian nowadays aspires to be off, you know, to start their job in corporate, to get some experience and then to have time for their passion also alongside it. So just wanted to understand from you, like you started your career in the early 90s. So uh, at that point in time coming from India to a place where government jobs are so prevalent, still to this day, people are like, you know, find a government job. At that point in time, how did you uh, start your career in a Corporate in a private sector, and how has been the journey? How was the journey to, you know, uh, starting your career as a corp- uh, in the corporate
1: industry? Uh, you know, I think you said it very well that uh, from 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 where I'm coming uh, in India, the government job, and especially at that point yes, of time, used to be used to be uh, like private sector means. Uh, what what are you talking about? Yes, right? yeah, so. For me to break that barrier was not that easy, Anurag. Mm. In fact, my first job was a public sector job. Okay. Uh, which, which actually I joined and I left it just within three months time because oh. I kept it very, very slow. Um, and and uh, I I didn't enjoy that, that atmosphere at all. And then I got a, a job in a private sector a large manufacturing steel plant which was 100% automated and i was working on electronics and instrumentation that time i realized no things are moving fast and the okay. the era which is coming is of power electronics microprocessor and computing and and since then no looking back i did my masters degree was fortunate to picked up you know, by tcs okay. and and then market was expanding and 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 i continued the journey and so far, but when it, I look back, I feel lot pride yeah. about it. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, I think so. It must have been really difficult, uh, you know, leaving a government job at that point in time. It's still difficult to this day. And and then you know, continuing uh, starting your corporate career. So, so, how was your education? And like how, like you know, if you can just give us a background on it. Uh, like uh, as kids, as a kid, were you always in, in you know fascinated with uh, uh, doing something of your own, or how was it when you were a kid? Like, did you have like we all have this, right? I always wanted to go on stage and speak as a kid. I thought that's a you know hundred percent time job which you can do. But uh, did you have any such fascination when you were a kid?
1: I did, and 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 you know it used to change. Uh, okay, yeah, time, and and there is nothing wrong about it. Um, see, I always you know where from where I come, we we have cricket. As as yes. a, as a religion, okay, if I don't use it, any other word, uh, I I became very quickly in very young age um, a, a cricket player who who okay. was representing his state, you know, at the age oh, of wow. twelve and so on and so forth. So I was looking for pursuing that as a career, Anura. Okay, uh, something happened uh, in 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 down the line, and uh, uh, because I was very good in studies as well. So that's that's where I decided to move towards that line, pursue okay. my engineering. And the fields at that point of time used to be limited, unlike today. Yes, yes, yes. So engineering or medical sciences used to be the two fields I was reasonably good yes. in I pursued my engineering, uh, focused on what I was doing. Um it was it was uh, blessings, it was a combination of various things. I I I was university talker. Uh oh. across all branches. I'm undergrad and then did my post grad as well. Uh so I did my engineering in electrical engineering and I did my postgraduation in electronics and commerce. Uh okay. Uh, let me correct here, electronics and communications. Okay. Controls. Yeah. And and then the corporate journey started. Okay, so that's so wonderful, sir.
0: You started as a sports person. And I think uh, that actually teaches you a lot about how corporate works, you know, like that fast-paced thing. You have to constantly evolve over time. You cannot take a break because there are a lot of people who are there, you know, who I'm trying to make the their mark. And uh, I think that grit gets developed. I, I always feel, you know, like there is one, uh, if somebody asks me what's the one regret is like, my, uh, I was not allowed to play much sports outside. I know like I have to play in my gully or near by my house only. So that is one regret. So I always felt, you know, what sports can teach. So I used to ask people, you know, what is different? What happens when you go play in the ground? And I think that uh, is one thing which I get, you know, you get used to working in a team like, you know, like now if I have to draw parallels working in a team, uh, being, uh, you know, like understanding different, uh, what you can say, personalities at work. Uh, so, sir, how difficult was it for you to convince, uh, you know, maybe your parents when you were leaving that uh, uh, the government job, shifting to a corporate career and how difficult was it for you uh, yourself also, you know, when you were making that transition?
1: Perfect. I'll go with your first part and then come to the specific yes. question. See, you, you, you summed it about sports very well. Uh, and if I add a couple of more… See, one, it, it teaches you how to play in the team right? yes, and how to be a team player. And more than that, it also teaches you that you will not always be winning. Yes. And when you lose, how you accept the loss with grace. That's what sports teaches you, how to play in the team, how to win and lose. And you know that you do not win every time. Yeah. But when you are losing, how to accept it gracefully is is. And that helped me in my corporate career, uh, you know, very, very much, you know, from that angle. Uh, now, coming to the point of joining government jobs yes. and leaving that, it yeah. wasn't a, it wasn't a decision which was easy. In fact, I would write like to thank my parents here. Uh, oh, rather, okay. than, uh, it was me who was in a dilemma. Uh, should I be doing this or should I be leaving? And my dad was like, "Hey, take go go out, take risk, okay?" Oh, wow. and, yeah, and and he was like, "You know, don't don't. If if you're finding this place something where your creativity is not coming out, where you feel that um, you're not flying, or you feel that yeah. the pace is slow, take risk. If you will not take risk now, then when?" Yes, true. And that's where I, I I took that decision, came out, and do not regret it at all. And yes. I would encourage all the youngsters, uh, in case they find forget about government job, even in the private sector. Guys, yes, mm-hmm. uh, 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 so I, I I use that sentence. No, see, to whom you talk most to 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 in your lifetime? Yeah. Uh you know, if I may ask question, uh, Anurag, people answers, oh, I speak most to my wife or to my husband or to my dad or to my son or my, you know, daughter. But the yes. fact of the matter is, you actually speak to yourself. Yourself most. most. Yes. Now, when you speak to yourself most, then why the hell you need to be bothered about the opinions of others? Listen yes. to your voice, and if your voice is saying, "Things, this is not the place." or uh, this is not you know the environment go with it man and and yeah. uh, most of the time if i say that not 100% most of the time you will come out right and yeah. uh, it's not that every time or you you need to be 100% right man.
0: yeah i think that's so true you know like uh, at the end of the day you know what is going to work for you or not at times you can be wrong or right that is not but, you know, that there is always that if you're taking that leap of faith, it's very important to go out and take it rather than, you know, wait for years and eventually realize that the time is out. Now, now that risk cannot be taken at that point in time. So I, I can, you know, so totally relate to it when you mentioned that, you know, like uh, you talk the most with yourself and, uh, you know, you should go out and take that risk and not wait a lot of time and waste that time along without, you know, actually doing something out of it. So, uh, so your, your journey has been quite, uh, you know, something which everybody would want in their life, you know, to play cricket, you know, like as Indians, we we are drawn towards cricket, we all want to play cricket all the time and uh, then you know to have a government job and at the end of the day to do something which we all love to do or want to do and i think so you have gone through that whole all of those phases you've lived through each of the phase that we all and you aspire to be so i just wanted to ask how different was the experience in each of the three cases you know when you were playing cricket and then when you were a part of the government job and now when you've you know grown grown and uh, had such a rich and a vast experience in your corporate career so what were the Major differences you felt in all of those three scenarios. And like, you know, like what was your thought process when you were going through each of these three journeys? And if you can tell the major challenges and the major takeaways
1: you had from each of these journeys? It's a fantastic question. And and you are making me to think. Um uh if if I if I if I say see one thing which was common in all the three, I was clearly looking for the word joy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um Am I enjoying what I am doing? okay? and And when I was in cricket, I was so much into it that that uh, my day's nights and sleep and you know, awake state was only breathing thinking and doing that only. It was yeah. for a career. It was not for uh, just a leisure. And in yes. fact, when I decided to move from career to leisure, it continued. I was playing yeah. in university. I still played in in UK for about ten years for one of the Wanderer club. Oh wow! And and we were visiting entire country uh, from April to uh, September. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that's something which I had to leave because of certain personal decisions mm-hmm. which came overnight. But uh, you know, I don't see that challenge. I was seeing the joy when it come to government job. I think I was dazzled when I when I was selected mm-hmm. uh, post my undergrad okay. uh, from engineering, and and soon enough, I, when I went there, I felt that the pace which I want to take in my life this is moving far too slow. Is it something okay. which I want to? And I okay. clearly felt that the word joy was missing, yeah, okay? or the challenge was missing. And yes. when I moved to the private sector and where I am today, I could see that joy and pace. Of course, a lot of challenges were there. Yes. We have to learn a number of yeah. things, and, and those uh, beautiful matrix-based uh, parameters comes into play where everyone wants to run yeah. and wants to be ahead, whether they are good player or not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know it in the corporate. Yes, 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 yes. So, so I think. The common thing was joy, which I yeah. felt, and and wherever I was feeling a lack of it, I think that's something when I started talking to myself and listening to yeah. my voice, and 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 took decisions. I okay, and it's that that word
0: right, which people say, you need to be happy, and I think all these three places we uh, you were looking for, you know, like to be happy at the end of the day, and uh, uh, now. Uh, So this happiness brings me one question, you know, which I ask a lot of seniors who are there, Uh, you know, like as, and I think uh, you'd be perfect person. I can ask this question out. So when you are trying to make a career in sports, say suppose cricket, or if you're trying to make a career in singing or any of the, uh, you know, like sports or a creative field, you, you people slog hours and hours. Okay. People do not see any immediate return on that, right? There is no stability that you have. It takes a lot of time. and People are happily putting in the effort. But when the same thing comes in a private job or a corporate job where you are asked to put in hours, you are also paid, you know, every month, and that is a job which you willingly take. That is, and if you are being asked to put in a lot of time, that is not looked upon very well. You know, like that is looked a little bit down. I'm not say very uh, negative manner, but yeah, it is not as fancy or as. Uh, Enterprising, is as, as as it looks when somebody's putting in hours and hours, you know, in their sports career or in their any other creative career. So, what is your take on this?
1: See, the best situation for anyone is when your passion becomes profession. Yes, true. Okay, so you know that's the best combination. What I am passionate about has become my profession. Profession. my my. my Living and my livelihood, you know, both are actually converging. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Can it be possible on all the cases? No. May or may not be, right? Yes. Okay. Now in that case, you have a choice. Okay. I create my passion as a hobby. Okay. And the yeah. same time my living is something which is which is which is coming out from place A, B, or C yeah. or profession A, B or C. Agreed. That's the... That's a balance, man, which you have to make out. When I wake up in the morning, I need to see what is it, the necessity, what are the necessary things I need to make and do it. Once you start doing that, you'll start finding that you have time for your hobbies. Uh, And slowly it starts converging, converting and taking you to the places. Uh, That's what I would say. If if, if, uh, you are asked to put additional hours see it's the game of mind uh, yeah anurag whatever has been forced is never forceful is 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 the quote which which i use many a times when oh, i sp- wow so when somebody is telling you that hey you have to do this you consider it saying that hey i am being asked to do it yeah okay. agreed but when you are pursuing a hobby you want to do it, yes. Okay, okay and that's yeah. where you want to put additional hours. Mm-hmm. So just change the mindset. Okay. Instead of somebody telling you, if you start taking that extra effort or initiative, yeah, I'm telling you, even in the corporate world, you'll start liking. You'll start yes. enjoying because at the end of the day, your bosses or or your seniors uh, are are looking for something, something which is which is. Which is not out of the world, agreed. But something which which you know you can show that agreed. hey I'm doing something extra and and yes, sky is a limit.
0: That's that's so true. So I think uh, you know uh, I really resonate with that part of that mindset when you say ki, you know like you have to just make it a you know there's a slight shift that you need to do on your own and things start flowing in after that and it takes a little time to adjust to it because. You know, like when you join a company recently, you're not very used to working with people and not working under someone. It takes a little time, but if, if somebody makes that shift in their mindset, I think that, and then uh, it's, as you mentioned, right, you know, like sky is the limit post that. Yeah, so- yeah. So, so you know, like you have grown through your corporate journey. It's been three decades. You know, you started as a fresher, and now you are a managing director. So, how has this whole journey been? You know, like you might have faced a lot of challenges across this journey, and how has it been for you? Like, what are the you know, like uh, if I, if I have to ask you, like, you know, what is the secret of you know growing in a corporate sector, which you have, I would say, unre- you know, revealed during your this journey of yours?
1: I think. Uh, just follow every day, yeah. as it comes. I think that's what was was uh, a magic sauce, if I may say. So I never yeah. thought where I would be wanting to or reaching to, etc., etc. Uh, were there challenges? Of course, there were challenges, yeah. right? Uh, were there nights which were sleepless many a times? Yes, there were. Were there voids? Were there you know uh, triumphs? Of course, all were there, uh, mix and match. Yeah, uh, the the thing which 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 was important was let's keep it going, irrespective mm-hmm. of ups and downs, and uh, and and it was it's sometimes combination of being at right place at right time as well. Right time. I can't be saying that you know it is all because of hard work. Of course it is. You know you cannot yes. do anything without it. But many times you get certain certain openings Agreed. certain sponsors and, and certain other things okay so i would say this this has yeah. been a fantastic journey it has been a journey of joy yes. it has been a journey of challenge it has been journey of a lot of learnings it has been a journey of a lot of uh, twists and turns yeah yeah uh, and when i look back i really feel uh joyful yes. proud <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's, uh, I mean like, you no, know, when and especially that I think, uh, as you're, you know, reiterating the word joy, I think that joy also comes from the fact that you took a bet on yourself, you decided to do something that was, you know, that not a lot of people were doing in your age, uh, like, you know, like back then. And to actually excel at it, it, instills a belief in oneself that, you know, I took a risk, which not a lot of people are willing to take at that point in time. And it paid off because of the work that I did and the amount of effort that I had to put in. And I think that when you look back and see all of it working out, you know, like that brings a smile on people's faces. And you can actually say, okay, this is what all I have achieved and because if somebody takes a corporate job now, it is not as big a taboo as it was back then, right? It you, you not only have to take in, uh, like it's, uh, and like your parents were supported. And I think that would have added a lot of courage into you. But when you go out in the society, it. Uh, Actually hampers. Like when people say, "Okay, you are doing this, you are doing that." Uh, at the end of the day, we are all humans, and at some point in time, you know, it stays in our mind. Okay, why did that person say? Am I doing something wrong? So any scenario like that, if might if it might have happened to you, sir, and like if you cross paths with that particular person now, and you know, like you both smile at each other, and you know, okay, you were right, and you know, like maybe not in an arrogant manner, but in a very self satisfaction manner. Okay, you know, this person doubted me, and. It eventually, I was the person who was
1: correct at that point in time. I, I remember a couple of scenarios since you asked yeah. me. When when I did my first stint, uh, on site stint for about over two years or so, and I returned mm-hmm. to India, and uh, and I'm talking of again mid 90s. Okay. Uh, so so the orthodox thinking was pretty much prevalent. Okay? Yes. So I, I was attending a wedding in, 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 in family and someone relative who is pretty elderly,
0: you know, okay
1: man, whom I bowed and, and you know praised my greetings. Yeah. He in his innocent way, nothing else, he is in an innocent way asked, So tell me manu, now you have done you know, over two years of stint in, in at abroad. Yeah. Would this now make it possible for you to get a government job? <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. So, so, I cannot forget that statement, and it was nowhere in in any any you know, ill manners. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was more of coming in his innocence because yes, for the time where government job used to be so so yes. in in Um uh, I also remember one of the very. Uh, uh, big businessman uh, okay. who, who 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 used to be in our close acquaintances okay and, and i did pretty well in my engineering and post grad and got into a uh, job and i was at tcs and he he in his arrogance asked me what's your salary
0: okay uh,
1: course revealed because he is one of the the you know senior and grown ups mm-hmm. and I revealed, and I cannot forget the kind of arrogant statement which came saying that, hey, if this is your salary, I pay to my so many of those guys. Okay. Um, So I felt quite a bit uh, let down. I said, what does it mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He he, he was trying to tell me that you have done this engineering or this master's. And if you're this, you know, I I pay this to one of my, this accountant or one of my Mm -hmm. this. What is the use of it? And yeah, I kept yeah. quiet. I simply stopped. But when I look back, yeah. yeah, I feel seriously amused about it. But that's that's what I say. That you know, we have come as a country, as as a society, uh, as a community a long yeah, way in terms long of way. clarity, in terms of outlook, in terms of horizon, yes. you know, in terms of broadening the thinking. And and am I am I feeling any bad about those instances? No, I actually feel. Good in terms of when we do not know what we do not know, asking questions.
0: Agreed, and then things are you know like uh, uh, for you know like in in changing that mindset that we are talking about. It's a huge contribution and huge thanks to go to people like you, you know, like who took that plunge at that point in time. And when people, you know, like if say suppose if I have to convince somebody, and then they have seen you. Like, you know, like if if I say, you know, you can watch Manosa's journey and like how he has transformed over the years. And I think the journey of, you know, someone like you is what actually changed that entire mindset. Because when they saw people excelling at these jobs, you know, and doing better than what they would have done at a government job or at a business level, and then they see, you know, them growing to such high extent, doing a lot of things which was not even imaginable for a lot of people. And I think that has actually helped, you know, shape the, you know, transform this whole mindset that was there, that orthodox mindset that is there. It still prevails in a lot, a large part, but a lot of people are now open to it. And I know my father has worked for 40 years in a government bank, but he does not want me to do a government job. He's like, you know, you should make your career in, in private sector because he, he, I remember when he retired and he, when I joined uh, uh, my first job, he said, Ki my retirement salary is what your starting point is. And I would never want you to work in a government sector any you know, time back. And I think that has that is because of people like you. So huge thanks to you, also, sir, for you know making that shift possible and easy for us to actually do it.
1: Such a pleasure. I I, I, I certainly take this statement from the youngsters with a lot of you know uh, humble and pride, uh, and and it's it's on behalf of you know all my colleagues, friends of that generation of our times. It was, it was a slog, man. Yes, yes. Sir. Now when I visit and see the youngsters, I feel so, so happy about it. Yeah. So There are so many avenues available yes. uh, for the youngsters, which were not when we were yes, coming out of our colleges and institutes.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, so, you know, like, uh, uh, that's such a you know, wonderful discussion. And uh, now it brings me to a point, so you have been for three decades and it might have happened that you have... S- a lot of funny stories, you know, with either happening to you or happening to your colleague in the workplace that might have happened. Let's just give an example. It happened with one of my colleagues. So we used to have a manager who used to, you know, uh, ask us to be on top of things and people would get really nervous when he would ask us something. So he asked a colleague of mine to send some update and that colleague got so nervous. So if, say, suppose, I'm not naming them, say, suppose the manager's name was Y and the colleague's name was X. So in the mail, the colleague wrote, hi, X, and then he wrote the entire message and regarded regards X only. Then he asked us to check. I, I was like, yeah, everything is fine. Send, send, send. He sent it. He didn't realize that he has written his own name in the, you know, the salutation. Hi, X only has written. And then the manager replied, okay, what is my name? You don't even know my name or what? And I think that at that point, we all freaked out. But you know, it's one of the funny incidences that we you know when we go back and uh, talk about it. So sir, any such thing happened with you, or you know it might have happened some uh, you know colleague of yours, or subordinate of yours, might have sent you something like this in a hurry or something.
1: and i I, I can again relate, connect, yeah. uh, and I'm glad that this is impromptu conversation which is going on. Yeah. Yeah. i it's about twenty years back now. Uh, Anurag, okay. and he was my manager, and uh, the status was supposed to be sent to customer, and thereafter he was supposed to be updated. Okay, so I sent the status to client. It was a global deployment and rollout across US, okay. Asia Pacific, and Europe. Uh, so critical one, and I sent him the update as well. Okay, now. After that, whatever, 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, it would have been sent. Next day morning, he comes and said, why the hell did you not send the update? Right. I okay. said, no, I sent it yesterday. Uh, yeah. But why didn't you inform me? <laughs> oh, I said, no, I, I did send an email to yourself yes. and uh, check it. So he went back and looked at the email and... No, but you did not tell me that you have sent the email. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you know, some of these funny stories, but yeah. uh, this 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 all happens when you are doing so many things in the yes, corporate agreed. especially at the senior level where he was, he, he used to possibly receive tons of emails. Yes, and he might yes. have it out. Yeah. So with due respect to him. But I remember his comment. And, and that reminded me, boss is always right, right? Yeah. Send it? Yes, I did send it. Okay, did you forward it to me or inform me? Yes, I did. Okay, let me check. Oh, it is there. Why did you tell me?
0: <laughs> yeah, that would have been... You, you think it's like, um, what do I do next? I mean, like, you know, like you feel so helpless. You have to agree. Okay, I'm sorry. It's my mistake, but... It's not none uh, like uh, like it's not a mistake of any of the two, but yeah, like at the end of the day, the boss is always right.
1: Yeah, so so I, I will never use the word sorry, and I don't want my any yeah. of my next generation folks to even think about it. And I never never said yeah. sorry at that point of time. But I, we both had a laugh. Okay, yeah. he, he, to him, we both are still very good friends. Though he was my manager, but we we still are great friends today, 20 years from then. Oh wow. Both had a laugh. Yeah. Look, everything was done, but then also I am, you know, jumping on his head. And yeah. then also he's laughing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was so fun. So it reminds me one of more things. So, so what happened? Uh, I was uh, that time. We, now it's Teams. We were using Skype uh, back at Ty. Uh, and I do. He asked me for you know some updates and bullet points. So I thought, Ki I'll uh, I'll write the whole update summary and then bullet points. I was writing the key points of it. So I, I don't I don't know why I thought Ki I'll put it in five five bullet points so that it's not one long message and breaks down small. So I wrote A B C D E, and what happened was I was typing F and then semicolon and accidentally I hit send. And I didn't know that if you press F in semicolon, there's a blooming flower that comes in the chat, okay. So now there's a blooming flower in his chat, chat which I have sent. And Skype did not have that uh, functionality to delete the message. And now I'm like, oh, then he's seen the message and then he's putting question mark. What is this? And then I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, what do I say to him now? Like, I'm like... It was still okay. And like it has to happen with him only at the end of the day. And then I had to say, no, no, that was by mistake. I was sending Then he understood also. And uh, now when we talk, now no, no, he understood, you know, like that was the first job. It was the first three months all of this is happening. And it becomes very nerve wracking for you, right? Because I am like in the first job. You want to be all perfect. And all this thing is happening with the one person you do not want it to happen with. So and I, now when I talk to him, it's very funny, and uh, you know, like uh, on WhatsApp, we talk about it. Can you remember when I sent you that flower and everything? So that that becomes very funny. So, uh, sir, you know, like uh, now being a managing managing director of a company, uh, uh, what is? Uh, like what are the uh, what I wanted to say? Ask from a perspective. How do you handle issues with you know with your teammates? Now it revolves more around handling people's issues more from a strategic perspective. So what are the primary challenges a managing director faces in you know in their day to day lives?
1: Good question. See uh, this these jobs have have their own responsibilities and the same time mm-hmm. challenge. So if if you are managing an entire business right, from the perspective of pnl from the perspective yeah. of customers from the perspective of employee and employee net promotion score and from the customer side customer satisfaction index from the financial side you have to make sure revenue is growing profitability is yeah. in the right place and all other costs are so one aspect which i do take care of very closely is how how close we are working with our clients okay right? when I say us means entire my team um, mm. in, in terms of making sure that we are ahead of the game we are ahead of the curve um mm. because when you are ahead then there is no competition yes right? true the second aspect which we and which I have clearly implemented is is a uh, uh, open culture of dialogue within the team mm. okay so there is there is no, Perceived title aspect comes into play. There is no hierarchy. Uh, The the mantra is, uh, hey guys, you should participate in any meeting. When you ask yourself two questions, one question is, am I adding value into this conversation? Okay. And the second question is, if I am getting into this conversation, am I being valued? Okay. If you follow this, and if you get answers to both, not one, then go for it. Okay. Okay. And if not, then focus on what you are doing. Right? Even if you have extra time, go and have a glass of wine. Go and you know have some fresh air or walk rather than showing your face. Yeah. Has that has resulted a significant uplift change. Uh, in, in the circle of influence, where I am in. Oh, uh, wow, yeah. Our ENPS score has skyrocketed in three years from this place to this, means from very low scores to very high scores. Our customer oh, wow. satisfaction of index has have, have skyrocketed. Uh, okay. Our business growth has skyrocketed. Ours is the only region uh, which is growing highest within the organization, number one. And we, as an organization, have a similar culture. So while you know the QA, QED market is growing at whatever pace, right? We are growing, growing more than twice of it organically. Wow. Okay. So, so some of these practices uh, and and culture Anurag flows top down, never bottom. Top sir. down. Yes. Yes. Agreed, sir. Yeah. So when you are sitting at the senior position, you have a very serious responsibility. As to how you behave, because your behavior translates into an environment. Yes. And as a leader, one thing which I say, the job of a leader is, 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 is to create the environment of creativity. We are in knowledge. Yes. And 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 raw material to finish product, both, both lies in the machine, which is between the two ears.
0: Yeah, true.
1: So you have to make sure that the machine between the two ears is in the right place, shape and form. When you say smile of the people, then they are in the relaxed state
0: and contribute. Yes. And I think that's this this very point you mentioned, right? The top to bottom. And I think I've seen it, uh, I wouldn't say very closely, but I've actually seen the experience of it because uh, I've seen when people really suffer because of that open culture not being there When their voice, you know, they feel that they will not be heard of. And uh, I've seen this with freshers specifically when somebody joins their first job or, you know, they've done their MBA and uh, they might have had two, three years of experience before and they're rejoining the corporate. This is one thing that they fear. you know, they might lose their job if they voice it out or if they tell how they're feeling. And, and I think that way the leadership becomes very important because if they have that open culture where people and can go and talk, which I've experienced here at HCL. And I could see the different uh, you know like difference in the type of productivity, the type of ideas, you become more open to giving ideas. Because you're not rebuked when you give an idea, you know, like what uh, type of... But that was not something which you should have said or something like that. People here welcome ideas much more than, you know, like what I've seen previously or heard of previously. So I, I really, uh, you know, in sync with the point that you mentioned that it actually flows top down. It's very important for people at the top because I would say the immediate managers who we have, uh, you know, they look, actually look up onto the top leaders and they try to, uh, uh, what you can say, uh, simulate what, was, what they are seeing to, you know, with the uh, people who are there at the very uh, what you can say starting level of of their career.
1: Yeah. See, one of the reasons, one of the keys criteria which I evaluate my seniors uh, in their performance appraisals. Okay. Yes. Business growth is one. Customer centricity is another. The third is attrition. How, How many people from your team have left in what period of time? Because. Attrition is not just HR's responsibility. Yes, yes. Do not leave the job uh, because of, because of, uh, uh, you know, few few rupees or dollars or pounds here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Do also leave the job because they are not finding an atmosphere of, for them to blossom. Yes. And that atmosphere creation is the responsibility of that leader.
0: Yeah.
1: So hence, i i i do tell to my my uh, you know vps svps avps okay guys i would look or evaluate you for for your uh, business growth and other parameters but i would also evaluate you on the attrition parameters yes. and that's what i evaluate myself as well <laughs> <laughs> yes sir
0: and I think that's so wonderful, sir. I mean, like to actually hear from you, you, know who's who's there and who's actually practicing it. Uh, because you know, a lot of people say we do this, do this, but to actually go out and do there is a tough thing because we uh, also have to, you know, uh, show it in terms of results. Like, you know, why am I taking this parameter? And It becomes difficult to, uh, you know, count uh, what you can say back up a parameter, which is not very, you know, number centric. It is much more on an emotional level or something that is. Very intrinsic, it cannot be quantified in terms of numbers when it comes down to. So I think, uh, so, you know, like we need more leaders like you in this, uh, in this, you know, in this space so that people, it becomes uh, more employee centric at the same time so that it becomes easier for people to adjust into a new company and, you know, start delivering in the manner they actually want to. Uh, Sir, I also have uh, this one question, which I wanted to ask you in your career have transitioned from being a starter as as a fresher to a manager and now to a leadership position. So I wanted to ask, how was the transition from being a manager to now being a leader? So how was it for you? Like uh, you had that, uh, obviously, sir, you might have that, uh, you know, leadership quality in you, but to ask you as a manager, you would not have that much freedom to exercise it. Now, when you are a leader, leadership position, what is the difference you feel uh, for, you know, when you were a manager and a leader and what are the different types of challenges? What are the difference in the types of challenges that you face on a daily basis?
1: I'll pick up this in two parts where you spoke about the first one and then coming to this specific Anurag. see. When we talk about culture, yes. right, which is top down and again linked to the same point which, which you are asking as a question. And, and it has a linkage to the word manager to leader or a manager to a senior management position. Yes. yes. See, when I was in my mid-career at some point of time, Anurag, uh I also got into a zone where I started feeling a bit of void or a bit of the scenario of hitting the ceiling okay and 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 uh, at that time my outlook was was perhaps maybe a limited and and you know you will experience maybe in few years time uh, if you continue in the corporate career or whatever you decide you know they keep, they commit 30s or whatever is the okay case. okay i started reading so many management books across the globe okay <laughs> for me to get certain guidances for me to get certain inputs, and I, 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 I perhaps did not get what I was looking for. Okay. Everyone was giving me the solution, but no one was telling me the source of the problem. Okay. As I was talking to you a bit back, mm-hmm. whatever is force is never forceful. Yes. So true. everyone knows, man, smoking cigarette is injurious to health. It is yeah. written in the packet of the cigarette. Do yes. I stop smoking about it? No, I, I take a choice. My yeah. pleasure. Is, you know, my gain is bigger than pain, so I'll go for right. it. Okay. You do not need to teach. You de- You. Your job only is to to play the role of alarm clock. Okay. It's everyone okay. knows waking up at six o'clock is important, but still, yeah. everyone puts alarm clock. Put oh, alarm clock. Yeah. True. True. So, so I know what I want to do. So you need to remind somebody and then step out. Okay. Uh and I'll come to book in a bit, which yeah. actually in my outlook and horizon uh, in in terms of dealing and, and leading certain things. But from manager, I do not call, I have never called myself the word as manager. Okay. okay. That's that's and I do not call anyone of my team uh, members as 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 you know, the mm-hmm. senior manager or general manager or mm-hmm. whatever it is. In my dictionary. It's the word leader, irrespective of whatever, whether you're leading two members team or you're leading 200 members team. Mm -hmm. And what do you mind? What do I mean by leader? Is your team looking up to you because of your capabilities, because of your qualities you bring on the table or they are looking up to you because of your title? Okay. Agreed. If they are looking up to you, performer, you have arrived and you will have their respect. And you will have zero attrition, and you will have all success parameters in place from business perspective, employee net promotion perspective, from customer perspective, and so on and so forth. Okay. When I was growing up, I think I had combination of this, this, this push and pull. Because while I am practicing this, you know, am I allowed to practice it, or yeah. you know, are there peers accordingly practicing it or not? Were were a combination of challenges. But I continued on these principles. I still have my wonderful relationship with my team members or colleagues who worked with me for 25 years back or so. Okay, oh, wow. We still have relationship where we want to hug each other when we happen to see at airport or any places. I still have a relationship with my customers with whom we have a very tough negotiation of contracts. Mm-hmm. But We hug each other irrespective because we used to keep the two aspects very different. Yes yeah and 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 i would say that's something which has helped me to grow and which has helped me to grow seamlessly and smoothly of course challenges are there yeah. but those challenges i would put far more down the you know line in comparison to the blessings and the and 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 and, and you know the successes which came along yeah,
0: yeah. so i think that is very uh, you know wonderful uh, uh, thing to you know to keep two things separate because at times it gets uh, the both of things uh, might get entangled, and that can be a you know tough spot to be in and when when you start transitioning up the hierarchy i think it becomes very uh, important to have that sort of connect with your you know uh, younger subordinates or your subordinates who are there because at the end of the day you have to work with them and if you uh, the respect is not there the work might you know come work will keep happening but the kind of work that is the quality of work definitely improves when you have that sort of respect for the person you are actually working under uh yeah, so you were mentioning about, you know, you reading books and now it brings me to a part, uh, you know, about your book, The New York to New You. So what was the inspiration behind the book? How did you arrive at this particular concept? And if you can tell us more
1: about the book. Uh, sure. See, I was talking about that mid-career crisis. Yes, uh, yes. At the point, Anurag. At that time, when I felt as if, uh, as if, the world for me is is not progressing as I want, or opportunities are not coming on my way, or my the word boss or the manager is 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 perhaps you know if the Google would have done a a, a, a parameter assessment in terms of most hated word, perhaps this would have ranked top, right? Uh, irrespective of whether yeah. you like it or not. Okay, uh, so so. I used to have challenges saying that, hey, this is not happening, that is not happening for me. Yeah. So that process, I started reading almost all the management leadership books, uh, which, which I'm talking of about 10, 15 years back or around that. Yeah. And everywhere it was giving that example, which I just mentioned to you earlier, smoking cigarette is injurious to health. Yeah. Okay. Or don't do this, or do this, or don't do this, or do this. Which... The mind, human mind, this machine does not take. Yeah. Okay. I'll go back to again the same point. Whatever is forced is never forceful. Right? Force. Uh, you know, whatever you insist, right? Whatever somebody insists, you would want to resist. Yes, yeah, true. <laughs> so, yeah. So so I said no, these are not the right books for me. And and it just happened. Uh, I, I I used to read quite a bit. Uh I, I became I became a bit tangential and I started reading Bhagavad Gita, Okay, which is, which is a book, you know it, you come from that part of the world, yeah, it's yes. considered to be a spiritual, retiral book, you know, uh, that's how it has been tagged. Uh, and and uh, I think during Christmas vacation, which used to be a very quiet time, I spent focused 15-20 days and didn't get any dime or hang of that book. Okay. Uh, I was pretty damned about it in the sense, hey, I wasted my <laughs> beautiful vacation yeah, time. Yeah. But I continued even though the you know year started. And slowly after a few weeks or in a couple of months time, I started get, getting hang off.
0: Okay.
1: Here and how the message is coming through this, um, which I continued for it to understand for about two years or so. And that time, during that time, I started understanding this is a this is the human manual. Mm-hmm. Okay, the when yes, I receive a manual, yeah, with by when you buy a telephone, you know, a smartphone, or you buy a refrigerator or a car, how do you do upkeep of that?
0: Yeah,
1: this is a human manual, and and we have kept it and lead entire life without reading that manual. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong in it because it was written at the time when the language was contemporary for those times. It is not now. Okay. Now we speak English, Hindi, French, German, whatever. At that time, Sanskrit was a spoken language. Sanskrit was a language, yeah. No one understands that. Then this, I'm not sure if you'll, at one point of time when you start happening to read this, just read it. At at the end of every chapter, those 18 chapters, 700 verses, Towards yeah. the end, there is a mention between you know, the two characters' conversation about the word Upanishad and Vedas. Mm-hmm. I was not understanding why the hell they are talking, and I started reading those as well. When okay. I had all those, which again was another two to three years' journey, I started getting a hang and understanding that everything finally converges to Aryabhatta's word just called zero. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and then I spent couple of years to read other religious literatures as well. Not from religion perspective, from the human engineering perspective. Okay, understood, yeah. And that's where I came to know that can I bring whatever is written in these into a very simple form contemporary to this times in a language which people can understand the youngsters who are burning the candles from both sides. Okay, the youngsters who feel that there are people just who are trying to, you know, dodge them around, mm-hmm. and that's where New York to New York was born. Oh, this is wow, a book. This is a book which is which was a tough concept of 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 nonfiction. That's how I created a creative fiction around with an investment banker story. This is a book which is based on the entire human engineering. Where okay. how the thirty-one-seven layers of your entire human engineering goes into. And what are those ABCD methodology which can keep you upkeep? And whatever is happening around the external world, you will still be in harmony with your internal world. I would request, recommend, advise, guide every youngster to read this, believe me. Uh, This is is the work of several years gone into this. Uh, and, And that became a passion of mine. That's where I wanted it to yes. get it up. Because in the role which I am doing in the corporate world, it eats good 12 to 14 hours of the day. Yeah. And I'm not talking of night. I'm talking of day. And then you have time, you need time to sleep and you need time to be with family. And yes. from that, you have to take out time and write this. Was, was was a reason that I wanted that time which I've invested in changing my outlook for myself. Can I bring it and, and you know, yeah. get it out of the world.
0: That is such a wonderful concept, sir. I mean,
1: like, you know, this is the kind of work I think it is missing
0: when you combine the modern age, uh, you know, like the modern age, uh, I'm not saying issues, but modern age, uh, what you can say, challenges which a person might face with the solutions that have existed since ages. Because these the, these are proven solutions to things. So to have that connection between the two things is something which I have not heard of before. And I think that's a wonderful take. And I definitely would give it a read. now I think because I think that will solve a lot of challenges that I am facing currently. And uh, that's a wonderful concept. So I was uh, I'm really uh, what you can say excited to go through that book and the, You know, like the way that you have explained it to me, and uh, that would be really amazing. But so, uh, so as we talked about, you know, your journey, so your 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 mention about uh, the how you came across this idea of the book, and like as you rightly mentioned about taking out time. So, my my question was about about to you was around that. So, how do you manage your time so well? You know, like we all uh, struggle with managing times with such little to do. How do you manage a job? You know, giving time to the family and uh, eventually writing a book in the same amount of time that we all have. So, how do you manage your time so well?
1: First, I will say you don't need to manage time. You manage yourself. <laughs> okay. okay. So yeah. because time will continue to move forward. How you prioritize, yeah. how you manage you know, yourself is, is the key onto this. Of course, with respect to the the demanding situation where you are required to act in, yeah. in, in the corporate world is 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 uh, pretty many a times challenging. And you have to find the time. Um, when I, when when my colleagues, friends, relatives started, I wouldn't say use the word requesting or rather insisting me to write because the outlook was very different in my conversation. Yeah. With them. how to find the time was one big challenge. And when to find the time was another challenge because I okay. started first doing, okay, let me finish the work and in the evening. I should start investing time onto this one. But the creativity, when you have to write something, Anurag, yeah. it's not a mechanical activity. Yes, yes, agreed. It's an activity where you need to be in that creative zone. And I'm the born writer or author. I had, you know, when I started writing, I was already into corporate world for over 20 years. And, and in that you get attuned to a certain way yes. of working and by yourself. Okay. and law of inertia pushes you towards that pushes to towards that yeah so for initial not few weeks but even for few months it was very tough i never used to get into that creative zone one uh, and 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 even if i used to be in that creative zone it 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 wasn't as output productive which i used. okay I took a very tough decision saying that I need to start my creative zone early in the morning where I close everything Mm -hmm. for the day. So I started my, I used to start my day at 3.30 or 4.00 a.m. in the morning. Oh, okay. And between that to about 8.00, 8.30, I used to be completely cut off from the outer world. Okay. And, And during that time, because mind has woken up, slept well. Yeah. No so-called tinkering of the operational things. Of course, it continued for a few weeks. I used to write something. Whatever I'm writing, I do not know what I've written. But after two or three hours, I used to feel a lot of pride saying I've done a wonderful thing. Next day, I read it and read what I wrote yesterday. And I used to feel, hey, what a crappy thing I wrote. (laughs) Okay. That's a fact. But it started changing in, 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 in about a few weeks' time. Yeah that journey of early morning routine continued and that was a creative zone which which helped me to get it going during the day as well okay and early morning writing and uh, yeah no looking back actually i'm working on my second book at the moment oh wow and uh, i've been working for last year and a half or so let's see when it comes out but that's sure, a
0: level of doing.
1: Yeah, uh, I think, so. you know, like
0: the you were mentioning that uh, when you used to visit, uh, so, you know, uh, we did, uh, uh, we do some workshops across India. And there's this one slide which is specifically used on if somebody asks, you know, how do you write or something? Uh, how do you, you know, go about an episode? So I always say that there is this process, five-step process for every writing or any creative work that you do. You start with, this is so amazing. Then you go to this, okay, this is slightly okay. Then you're like, this is crap. And like, this should be burned down. And then finally, you're like, okay, it's okay. It's not that bad. You know, I can still make do with it. And then you eventually go out with it. <laughs> so I can totally relate to, sir, so you know, when you were saying, you know, you, feel, you go back and you feel like, okay, and what is this? Why did I re- write this? And and, you know, like because when we are writing, it's the best thing that we are doing. You know, I also face this, if, if I'm writing some script for some reel or something, I'll be like, oh, this is definitely so good. But after a point when I try to go and I execute it, like, shit, I cannot do it also. It sounds so bad and it's looking so bad. I can't do it. And I have left it so many things. But uh, yes, I can totally relate it. Because I think that is how the creative process works, you know, because when you're thinking it for the first time, it's all good. Then you find the loopholes in your own writing. And that's when you start thinking, you know, how to do, you know. But I think that is the process, and I think eventually it refines with time. So, uh, yeah. So, 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 like, as it's been such a wonderful discussion. You know, we started with your journey. You starting your journey with cricket, then you're doing a government job, and then eventually, you know, making your mark in the corporate sector, and now being a best-selling author. Who, you know, the book, the concept was so unique. I'm like, that is something which I've not heard of. And I think uh, I was also wanted to ask you, sir, so how do you come up with that particular name? You know, New York to New You. And I think I now can understand that might be from uh, you know, as you are coming from uh, that is using the mythological era timing uh, solutions to current solutions. So I just wanted to ask, what was the inspiration behind the name New York to New You?
1: I think we we you know on on this one we we as our core team uh, uh, put our lot of heads around and and because the story was starting from a Wall Street banker. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, and and how he transformed through his entire life—that's uh, how finally moved into that direction. Okay, because it's the Wall Street. Let's put it the word New York. Okay, and okay, okay. Transformation moving into that yeah, direction. Okay, okay, I okay. okay. That, uh, you know. So that's that's how Anurag it came, and uh, you know, whosoever is a reader base, little reader base around the world, they have resonated it with, with it very very well in terms of their life, uh, their transformation, their certain changes. And this is the book, which I would say does not talk about the solution. It talks about the source of the problem. And it gives you certain tools. If you follow them, you will find uh, a clear difference. Yeah,
0: yeah. Sir, I wanted to ask you from a perspective. You know, like if somebody is is early in their career, so what are the advices you would give them? You know, to make a better career, you know, throughout and how they can always upscale. And what are the key things or what are the key metrics? Uh, Basically, uh, if I have to ask you, like, what are the key skills that one must acquire to be successful in their corporate
1: journey? Sure. See, I think uh, people do mix up success with happiness. Okay. Uh, and and that's where the problem lies uh, i i would say first of all focus what you are doing uh, and and i always use that statement or, or a proverb give more than what you get okay, okay. Uh, so if you start contributing a bit extra there is no competition when you are going extra mile yeah, the competition is always with that limited, the data. limited idea, true. Yes, or, or that criteria. Yeah. There are very few who wants to go extra. Okay, and and when you start giving more than what you're getting, you start earning the respect from your peers, from your seniors, yeah. you know, and, and 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 from from your juniors, all of them. Agree. You know, yes, sir. You know. Third thing is, don't worry about man. I have to, you know, get title abc in year 2 3 4 5 6 man i am telling you and i am giving this message to all the youngsters even if you win this race you will only be called a rat okay okay <laughs> <laughs> so, so 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 continue what you are doing and continue with focus passion joy success will follow titles will follow uh, rest of materialism will follow. So
0: that's that's, that's so true. So I think that line is going to stay you know even if you win the race you're going to stay a rat. Uh, you know so it's been such a wonderful conversation with you, so much to learn and so much to take in. And in, you know, in, in terms of the journey that you have had, like all the ups and downs that you have been through, and the kind of different experiences you have had in life, you know, from being a cricketer to a government employee to making your mark in corporate, and into eventually being a best-selling author, while. You know, keeping your career on track. I think there are there is too much to learn from you, and especially if I talk about it, will be in terms of managing your time, and you know, always following your passion. Also, understanding that you know, work do consumes a lot, large part of your time, but it's also it's very also it's also very important that you take out time for things that you love doing. And so it's been an inspiring talk with you. It has really motivated and inspired me in a lot of ways. And I'm definitely looking forward to read the books, uh, the next one, and also this one, New York to New You. Uh, thank you so much, sir, for you know giving us your time. It has been an absolutely wonderful conversation. Uh, just before leaving, I wanted to ask you, sir, if there is anything that you would want to share with people who are listening to this, any words of
1: wisdom? Follow your passion, guys. <laughs> Be Follow. Don't follow, don't run behind success. Just just think that how do I want to be happy? So, so sure. that's that's something which I would say as a statement. Yeah. Somebody who has been in corporate career for 30 years. Uh, yeah, that's what I would say.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, sir, for giving us your time. It was a pleasure talking to you.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Anurag.
0: We would like to thank Mr. Manoj Gupta for giving us his time and sharing his vast experience with us and his thoughts on the technology of the future and how the future industry is going to pan out across the world and in India. So we would like to thank him a lot for being a part of this show, for agreeing to be a part of this and also a huge thanks from all our listeners for sharing his vast experience with us. Also if you happen to be a fan of Shark Tank India Season 2, do not forget to tune into our episode of With Q, Wu, Fresh and Girgit who have featured in Shark Tank India Season 2 and do not forget to check out our Instagram for behind the scenes of what happens between the shooting of these episodes, uh, you can follow us on Instagram at M Square Podcast and at Anurag 7. If you want to catch the video version of these episodes and some behind the scenes too, you can follow us on YouTube at M Square Podcast. And if you feel that this episode has brought in some motivation, some happiness, or if it brought a smile onto your face, please do share it with other people whom you think can be uh, can benefit. And uh, because we are trying to bring a change one story at a time, and as we always say, until next time. Time. Stay quirky, stay different. This is your host, Anirag signing
1: off.